Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. Um, this is not the first podcast. It's actually episode 106 of the podcast. Yes, there have been 105 other Empty Spiral podcasts, uh, but uh, they we haven't really got together for about three weeks now, so it feels like we're starting from scratch. Right, guys, it's all a bit embarrassing. Um, I can't really offer a full explanation as to why we've not been together the last three weeks, other than three busy men with busy lives. I think that's probably the best bird way to put flu. it. Bird, bird flu. Bird flu. <laughs> Operation Stack. Don't say it. Sorry, any French listeners here. Yeah. You're not happy. Russ is not happy about Operation Stack and just generally all of Kent being, well, yeah, essentially gridlocked, gridlocked by the uh, yeah, immigrants, <laughs> Calais, and the protesters, <laughs> and the the, you know, the Paul police going on strike. You know, yeah, yeah, we don't mention Operation Stack. No, we we don't. I, I see a little thing on the M4 every so often that says Operation Stack, and I always think of you. I think, I'm very <laughs> happy. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Welcome, everybody, to the Antispar podcast. As I said before, uh, this podcast is about the Coil, and it's about the Coilers, the fan base, you, the community, everything there is to, to, to know, to talk about, to discuss. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm making it up as I go along, as we have been for 105 episodes now. Anyway, I'm joined it's as always. It's a podcast about Italians. It's a, a podcast about Italians and not Operation Stack. Thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, I'm joined as always, of course, by my two colleagues, Mike and Russ. Mike, it's been a few weeks. How have you been? Yes, it has. Um, work, 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 unfortunately. Um, but I'm going to Switzerland in three weeks, so that, that will be good. Oh, you're saving to- up for it. Well, I'm going with our scouts, so um, there's 55 of us going, so it'll be a long coach journey there and staying in the mountains for 10 days and doing stuff. So Camping on the Matterhorn. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good, yeah. Oh, I have fun, buy Toblerone. Yeah, <laughs> an expensive beer, yeah. Expensive beer, absolutely. Or an expensive yeah. breakfast, as me and Matt once found out. Oh, oh yeah. my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most expensive breakfast, yes. We made the mistake of having a breakfast. It was a nice breakfast. As you said, it was a nice breakfast. 20, 23 pounds, 23 English pounds for a croissant and a bit of cheese yeah, and that, some muesli. Bargain. Oh, yeah, that was, where was that? That was in Pretellum, wasn't it? It's in, um, uh, was it Basel? Was it Basel? Basel, Basel that's right. Cashy, cashy. Yeah. <laughs> You're paying off that debt. <laughs> Switzerland is lovely though. If you're going up into the mountains, wow, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it should, should be good. And we're going to some um, astrological um, light centre, I think. Oh. I think which sounds very James Bond esque. And one one of our explorers' dads was like pulled some strings through work, so yeah. we're going to see a load of like stuff. I don't know what stuff, but it sounds very um very nice. If you're going to have an underground lair, Switzerland's a good place for it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> And link to the song we're going to review shortly, no doubt, possibly. Indeed. Are you going to go yes. to? Um, you going to go through the tunnel? I don't know. That I presume so. Is there a tunnel? I believe there are Is a few. There a tunnel? <laughs> it's the longest. Is it the longest tunnel in the world or the longest tunnel in I, Europe? I think it's certainly the longest road tunnel in Europe. It may be the longest road tunnel in the world. It's like thirteen miles long or something crazy like that. Mm. Sounds very, um, very exciting. It wasn't exciting. It was fucking fun. We do not open the window. It was insane. We went through it. We <laughs> drove up from Milan to um, to Basel for uh, 
the Z7, wasn't it? That's right. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that was, oh my God, crazy. That was was last year. Doesn't time fly? There we go. Anyway, thank you, Mike. Well, I hope you enjoyed. Tell us when it is. Maybe we can try to get another recording in between now and then. Yeah, yeah, we will do, definitely. Yeah, you say that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we should make a request here, Matt. I think that um, Mike should send us, i.e. the Empty Spiral podcast, a picture of him in his scout outfit at the top of a mountain shouting, Tricolor! I think you should. I yes, think you should. I'll, I'll do that for you. Right, Just okay. remind me. Okay, yes. Instagram, right? We want to see you in some later house and on top of a mountain. <laughs> in a stein in hand, yeah, yes. Absolutely. With a big chunk of table right in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, how have you been? Me, aside from um, travel issues aside, which we won't go into, pretty good. Um, the weather stack. is a bit... Operation stack. Oh, crap. But um, the weather here in England, we haven't done a uh, podcast weather report for quite a while. It's quite strange, really. One day it's hot and sunny and muggy, and the next minute it's back down to pissing rain. So a uh, traditional English summer, really. I think it's... Uh, you know, it could be turning the corner, so come November we might have a bit of sun. So uh, watch this space, really. But uh, aside from that, nothing to report, really. Um, looking forward to some gigs at the end of the year, going to see Garbage for the 20th anniversary debut album tour, Lovely. which would be good. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. looking forward to possibly some Lacuna Coil dates falling around October, November, but I'm just saying that for, out of hope more than anything else because it's their traditional, usual time that they appear over here but nothing confirmed yet so uh hope hoping that something does materialize but yeah. you never know for the first time in a number of years i'm not holding my hope up this year mm-hmm. something tells me that album not, album 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 i think they'll be recording at the end of this year and i don't think we're going to see them in the uk i really don't believe that's the case and uh yeah i think it's going to break that pattern something that we've come to almost take for granted in the uk is um a, well europe as well in fact is a european tour of some kind or mixed in a few dates and lots of dates but certainly you know if you're prepared to put your hand in your pocket um and you live on mainland europe or on the in the uk then you should normally get a chance to see them around october november and sometimes into december but hmm, have my serious doubts this time guys i hope i'm wrong i really do but there we mm-hmm. go. Yes. Um, as for me, I've been working long hours the last few weeks. I have, oh, I've, I've even been, I can't even say I've been catching up on TV about the only thing I managed to catch was the film Kingsman recently, which if you haven't seen it, it's uh, it's quite fun and bloody violent. Oh my God. What a violent <laughs> film. It's like a between James Bond and a Quentin Tarantino sort of blood. It's like Blade Runner gone wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen it? I have. Oh, wow. It's a good film, isn't it? It is. It is. It takes a bit of getting your head round with uh, Samuel Jackson being overly camp with his yes. list. Oh, that, but, is, um, that is quite funny. It is quite amusing and dark yes. as well at yes, the same time. indeed. It's a good film. It's, I, I saw that last week. thought that was quite good. Went away the weekend with my wife, which was great. Uh, and like you, have been kind of struggling with the weather in England. July's been, as you say, mixed between really, really warm. And last night, it just thundered. It thundered and lightning all the way. And it, it was very, very wet. And then woke up this morning and it was warm again. How bizarre. Very strange anyway. Anyway, so we've, we, I think we've rattled this conversational cage for long enough. Should we start talking Lacuna Coil? Uh, I think we should, shouldn't we? Okay. So, as I think I said right at the beginning of the podcast, it's been a few weeks since we got together. 
and recorded something for the Empty Spiral community. But in those few weeks, it's fair to say that Marco, we suspect, has been busy with the recordings that he's made on a variety of festivals and the um, the tour bus. What was it called? The, uh, the Red Bull. The Red Bull. The Red Bull tour bus in Italy, as well as Grass Pop and... Um, and download festival and he's been putting some of this background footage uh, online with some music and some chatting and some and some fun and some products and uh of course this is now on the, the lacuna call uh youtube page youtube uh, account the channel as it were uh if you've not subscribed to the channel and you're a user of youtube then you do yourself a disservice really you really ought to because there's lots of cool stuff coming out from the band lots of behind the scenes footage um really really worth these about between five and six seven minutes each so they're not long but there's a real kind of sense of intimacy with the band and their, them and their friends and their and the people that are traveling with them on these various tours and you get to see what it really what it's like behind the scenes um at the kunikal shows you get to see all the traveling involved you get to see the large amount of food that marco seems to eat um quite a lot it seems uh really worth it i've really enjoyed watching them been quite fun over the last few weeks seeing them uh, as i think i mentioned on the empty spiral forum after the download festival i did say that marco had been recording at the time so i was expecting to see some stuff uh and of course he proved me proved me correct so that's been good so as of today the grass pot metal fest has gone up but I'm sure we're going to see more and more and more as they take the uh, the GoPro camera to the shows, plant it on the stage, typically quite close to where Ryan is, I've noticed. So you get to see hear Ryan quite a lot and see him playing and see the crowd and then see some background stuff, which is really, really good fun. So do check out the Lacuna Core YouTube channel if you've not done so. Um, that's about it for news. I think it's fair to say. And now I think we have a bit of a death match. Right, that brings us on to our song death match this week, for which we have two opposing forces. We have Mike, who will be representing Invisible Light from the album Karma Code, and we have Matt representing Cold Heritage from Unleashed Memories. So uh, I shall let Matt start, bearing in mind Unleashed Memories came first, and ask why is Cold Heritage a better song than Invisible Light? Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Firstly, I want to say that Mike chose these two songs. Okay. And I want to tip my hat to Mike because I think they're a great pair of songs to go head to head in our song death match. Uh, they're also two two songs that are really strong. I think it's fair to say that our reviews of the songs when we've done them over the last couple of years, are both original uh, Cold Heritage and Unleashed Memories and of course Invisible Light and Karma Code, I think they both came out very, very strongly. Anyway, Cold Heritage. Hmm. Why is this song better? All right, so let me take you on a bit of a journey. I first listened to Lacuna Coil in 2003, which is a long time ago now. And the first album I listened to was Unleashed Memories. And I listened to it in order. And I was blown away. And I think I probably said that more than one occasion on this podcast. And no doubt if you've met me, you may have heard this story anyway. 
But one thing I've never really come out and said is at what point the music on Lacuna Cow or Lacuna Cow's album kind of took it to another place for me and it went from being really, really, really good to really, really great. And in my head, it's at Cold Heritage. It's that point, two thirds of the way through the album, where this song comes on, this five minutes and 23 seconds of raw emotion that comes out of Christina's mouth. The lyrics in it, which are great, 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 great lyrics. The the music, which is simple, it's not heavy, it could almost be acoustic. Uh, the the emotion in it is what I would then go on to find out once I've sort of gone back through the discography and, and found the song Falling Again. It feels like a, a successor to Falling Again. If you listen to this song on headphones, that you can actually hear the breath that Christina takes as she's singing the song. It's a very, very intimate song. It feels like she's singing it to you, the listener. Um, and it just it's a song that I could listen to every day. It's a song that doesn't outstay its welcome. And I think that's really, really important. Now, of course, it doesn't have Andrea in it. Um, and I'm the first person to say that it's not a true Lacuna Core song unless it has Andrea in it. This is the song that, well, certainly, yeah, I'd say this is the first song that I really kind of, I really felt that this was Christina's song. And in in a sense of being, of contradicting myself, Cold Heritage is a song that, that doesn't need anybody else in there with her. I, I love the lyrics to it. I, I love everything about this song. It's so simple. Um, and I'll tell you this now, considering how long I've been listening to this music and considering how old and mature I am, um, this is one of the few songs by any band that can still make me get emotional and it can still make me cry. And that means a lot to me. So that's why I think Cold Heritage is amazing. That's why I think it's better. So we pass on to Mike and ask the question of why is Invisible Light a greater song than Cold Heritage? Boom, indeed. Crikey. That was, um, I, I do like Cold Heritage. My, I, I only think that Invisible Light's good for so many reasons that it's different. For one, you've got that light, melodic, almost like a music box opening that goes into a, a very different um, path with the singing style that Christina um, starts off with. It's very deep uh, compared to other things that she's sung, and I think that that works very well. As um, Max just mentioned about Andy being missing on Cold Heritage, I think that it's lovely, the chorus in Invisible Light, how the two of them are intertwined just very subtly and it's almost like one voice um, and that works really well. And um, musically, you've got that classical solo sounds like that roundabout just coming up to the three-minute mark and I think that works really well. Um, it's a top-notch song. So we pass back to Matt for a further counter-argument of what makes Cold Heritage such a great song? Uh, it's simplicity, I think. I mean, it, it's it's so simple in execution. Yeah, there's a little bit of synth in there, and yeah, there's a little bit of um, sort of echoing in, in the way that it's been mixed. But it, actually, it, it doesn't need that. It doesn't take anything away from it by having it. But the 
the music, the instruments kind of merge into the background for this one. Um, it's got that simple little guitar note to it. Percussion's not too heavy. Bass isn't too heavy. It's it's there. It doesn't distract from from what is the masterpiece of the song, which is Christina's vocals, which are so impassioned, so intimate, so simple. I mean, the words are pure poetry. And, you know, how could you not enjoy things like falling on my knees only for you? Forgive me. Um, I've never felt myself this way before. I don't want to leave you with my tears. Um, just, just simple things like that. You know, you could imagine these being being said to someone in a way that you you want to show that person how much you care for them and i you know i think those simple lines um simple lyrics simple melody beautiful beautiful impassioned vocals that's what makes a song you know nothing nothing compares to it i love it i think it's just amazing so we pass back to Mike for a counter for counter argument of what are the best points of Invisible Light that make it such a great song. Uh, I don't think I can compare it really. I think I've been sucker punched with that. What um, I think that just a dreamlike melodic feel to Invisible Light works well. It is great live, but I think that I I have been had with that. Um, what Max just said. I mean, it was the first song I ever heard called Heritage by Lacuna Cole, and it it does mean a lot to me as well. Um, but uh, I don't really, uh, I can't really say any more about Invisible Light. Really, I do like the classical feel though to it. That's that's good. Well, there we go, folks. Two counter arguments for two great stellar songs. So. Uh... No doubt we'll put a poll up on the uh, EmptySpiral.net page and uh, we'll find out the results of what you think between those two particular arguments. Oh, I think Mike backed himself into a corner. <laughs> I, I think I did, really. <laughs> I fell! I fell! <laughs> it, it, it is hard. I was thinking before that um, Christ, what for pit? Because Cold Heritage is, I mean, I love both of them, but Cold Heritage, like you say, it falls into Crack the category it. of Wide Awake, maybe. But obviously, up a few notches, mm-hmm. it's um, it's very difficult. Yeah. And it needs to be played live. I, I, they're both great songs, guys. Come on. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they are very different. They're not that different. They're, the themes are the same. The way the music's been constructed is the same in many places. But they are different songs. Very atmospheric. They are beautifully atmospheric. Yeah. Cold Heretic should be played live, possibly again. Again, again. But... yeah, it should be. It used to be, but it's not been for a very yeah, long a long, long time ago. Yeah, I, I love them both, so it's hard for me to be mean to either of them. Great, great. Song. And a tough choice and a t- <laughs> tough battle, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I but I, I mean, I will say that, um, and I should have mentioned this a few moments ago that with with Invisible Light. It's at what four minutes ten something like that. Mm. I'm. It feels like it's over at that point. Uh, mm. But with Cold Heritage being a, a minute longer, it still doesn't feel over to me. It, feels like it, it could be twenty play. minutes long. The song, yeah, I think. I, I, I love it's... It. it's one of those songs that's just so timeless and just flows, and you could hear it over and over again. It would just reinforce the statement in, in, in a good way as well. So there we go. Imagining blue lighting now. <laughs> yes, and green. Yes, smoke. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love them both. But uh, yeah, cold heritage for me all the way. But yes, as you say, Russ, we'll put something up on the site and see what people think.
I think that now brings us to our review this week. For those of you that have forgotten, we are reviewing the songs from Broken Crown, Halo and Order. And we are now up to Cybersleep. And I believe it's my turn. Well, in fact, I've just been press-gamed. Before we started recording, I got <laughs> press-gamed into saying, Matt, it's your turn. So, And I listened to Cybersleep about four times today. And I struggle with this song. And not in a way that you're probably thinking. I'm struggling to decide what to focus on in, in my review. Let's, let's start with So first of all, we open up with the kind of the, um, I want to say digitised, remixed, how would we say it? Auto-tuned, maybe. Yeah, maybe auto-tuned is probably the right way of putting it. The auto-tuned kind of introduction, Christina, um, where she sort of says, there's time and space for moving, another gate is closing, and I feel safe, and I don't want to go back to my world. And then it opens up into the song itself. Um, starting off with cyber sleep, feels so real, memory cut to shape, etc. The song itself, so Christina has said on more than one occasion, is about, I guess, social network, about kind of a social network addiction, about um, the, who you are online, the online world, as it were. And I and I can certainly see that through the lyrics in the song. I get a sense, certainly in the in, in the introduction of the lyrics, and also throughout the rest of it there is a sense of this i'm hiding from from others maybe even hiding from myself in this online world and it's not real um and she even goes so far to say in the lyrics i I choose to live in here i lost sight of what is real subconscious life a dream within a dream and there's an illusion inside my head and i I think that's exactly right you know it is about that that online addiction that's being something that you're not um hiding from the real world hiding from a, a true sense of reality of what's going on and that's of course cyber sleep that's what it is you, you're asleep in this, in this crazy world that's the lyrics and um, i love the lyrics I, I genuinely love the lyrics i think they're so well constructed so well put together they are faultless and they tell a really good message then we have the music and i think i mentioned this when we first talked about broken crown halo and i think we asked ourselves what was our favorite song at that point in time and i might have mentioned cybersleep this the music in this song is epic on every level i think it is a a song that uh, it it needs to be a movie soundtrack it was clearly written to be a movie soundtrack must have been what was going through marco's head and we I know that we've, we've talked about this in the past and they've mentioned that he was watching movies when he was creating the music for Broken Ground Halo. And that is no stronger, no in the front of my mind than when I listen to this song. It just deserves that sense of epic adventure, soundtrack, action movie, however you want to put it. I mean, I'm not saying it's John Williams, don't get me wrong here, guys, but it's in that kind of epic place it really tells a story in the music itself it's got the 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 beautiful melody it's got the bridge got the praise it's got just so much going to it here's the problem with cyber sleep all right and it's a fundamental problem and it's the problem that i have struggled with whilst i've been reviewing this song this song is an enigma to me because it is not a lacuna core song and we've criticized other songs i certainly have especially in the shallow life area for being a good song but not a lacuna core song 
cyber sleep is the same unless i open my mind to the fact that anything signed by christina and or indrea and written by marco and mouse and ryan and whoever and, and pizza and crits and all those guys, if that what's that's what constitutes a looking across the then so be it but if it's a certain type of music a certain style of music then this is not a lacuna corso. This is something very, very different. And that makes it really hard for me to review this song as a lacuna corso. Reviewing it as a collaboration between the musicians that make up lacuna corso, Christina's vocal to deliver something else. Brilliant. Perfect. Love it. Lacuna corso? No. Something very different. Those are my thoughts on Cybersleep. Do I love this song? absolutely one of my most favorite songs of any album of any band ever i love this song so much is it looking like a song no there you go that's my thoughts um I, i'm in the same um same ballpark as you with this this is almost like i don't know we 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 say tongue-in-cheek between us and many people have the james bond-esque type feel to this song it's number and, seven on the album Yes, indeed. Below seven. <laughs> and it's almost like an Adele type, I don't know, boombastic yep. performance. That it is very, I've got virtually Johnny no notes. Bradley, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I've got virtually no notes written on here that I've, I've done today because there is not that much to say. It is breathtakingly beautiful as a song, but as you mentioned, it has no other qualities to link it with like what we've reviewed earlier in the album and for the 105 episodes before this, but it needs to be taken like a separate entity, as you say, and it is very, very difficult. I don't, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Russ, what do you think of this? Boom. I'll tell you what, I've just learned something very new because listening to you speak about it, you pretty much just sort of made me realise exactly what I feel about this song and what you've just described in your review. Because Cybersleep, I can appreciate on so many levels. I think the lyrics are brilliant. The fact that they, they tell a story, it has a narrative, it's got depth to it. Musically, there's a lot going on, but it's simplistic. You've obviously got the orchestral synths going on there. It's underpinned by very subtle drum and bass textures with that guitar layered in. It's got a solo that I think is perfectly mixed in. It's not too low, it's not too high, and it just blends in and adds character to the song. Um, it's got real driving sections, and it's a real grandiose piece that's sung by Christina. And in many ways, you could describe it as, as brilliant, like we said, in, in isolation to a, a film soundtrack or you know a separate project. But I've always struggled with this song in a certain disconnection to it. And I'd even go so far as to say it's probably one of my, it's probably my least favourite song on the record. But not because it's a bad song. It's just something about it that I don't necessarily immediately connect to it as Lacuna Coil. And I've always felt there's something about it that just felt a little bit removed for me personally. And listening to your review, Matt, you've kind of summed up, I think, what I feel. So... Yeah, it's a great song, but I just have difficulty relating to it in the context of the album, I guess. Mm. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it has no place on the album alongside all the other songs on that album. It's a completely different number to anything on there. 
and I actually, when I'm listening to the album, I tend to skip it. Mm, yeah, should be but, a bonus track, maybe. But, but yeah, absolutely. But I also listen to it a lot. Probably, I probably listen to this song more than I listen to any other song on that album. Mm. Bizarrely enough, but <laughs> I listen to it in isolation. Yeah, it's almost like it should just be a Cybersleep EP or on a soundtrack somewhere, like you know, a, a, what do they call it? A um, can't remember what they call it. Yeah, an on-screen soundtrack. Yeah. Um, that that to me is where Cybersleep sits, but not on Broken Crown Halo. But this is again sounding really, really, really critical <laughs> because I love this song so much. It's a great song. Have yeah, they played it live on tour? Uh, yes, they have. Not yeah. Did, yeah. Did they play it after? They played it after the UK leg, didn't they? I think? Yes, they did. Yeah, they played it when they went to Europe last year. So we yeah. didn't just, see it. Just to wind this up, didn't they? They sound checked it at the very yeah, last gig yeah. before going on. Top. They debuted this song in Luxembourg. Yes. No offense to our Luxembourgian listeners, but. You know, probably not the biggest crowd I've ever played to. Why would you debut in Luxembourg? Come oh, on, people. No idea. But then again, it's not a live song, is it? Let's be honest. No, this is this is why I'm I'm puzzled. I am flummoxed. It's an <laughs> to... orchestral song. This orchestral is. movement. Yeah. Could you imagine this with a full orchestra? Oh, it'd be amazing. With violins and everything. Unplugged show. It'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Really. Brilliant. Dry eyes. Play this in the Roman Colosseum, backed by oh, an orchestra. It'll be amazing. It, it, it needs. This is what it needs. It doesn't need a guitar. You know, uh, two guitars or even one guitar and then a bass and a percussion. It, you know, it needs to be played with an orchestra. It goes beyond what you would normally expect to see at a rock metal show. That's what this song is about. So I can understand why. It's probably not going to see a lot of live, you know, live action, as it were. Anyway, um, numbers-wise, this is the enigma of this that is Cybersleep to me. Because I can't, I can't review this as a Lacuna Core song. If, if you decide to me, what, if, Matt, when you're doing your reviews, you're reviewing this as a song, but you're reviewing it as a Lacuna Core song, what would you give it out of 10? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I would have to put down Not Applicable. Because when it comes to being a Lacuna Chord song, it is not applicable. Now, maybe they'll prove us wrong. Maybe the next album's going to be full of tracks like this and we'll have to change our view of Lacuna Coil. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised if that's the case. However, as a song, there is only one score that I can give this song. And that's 10 out of 10. Absolutely 10 out of 10 song. Love it to bits. Adore it. One of the best songs I've heard in many, many years. Love Christina's vocals on it. Love the arrangement. Love what Marco did with the music. It's just not a Lacuna Core song. But I love it anyway. There you go. 10 out of 10. Mike, what score are you going to give Cybersleep? Same. I think 10 out of 10. But certainly not a Lacuna Core song. It's a standalone, standalone vision of something else. Bonus track. Yeah. Material type. Special editionness. Absolutely. Now, Russ, you said you've not been able to connect with this song. Yeah, you make me feel bad now. It's almost like I'm <laughs> over-criticising it. I'm not, but I try to base my reviews upon everything that's come before and in context of what songs I like. The, you know, It is a great song. Yeah. But in the Lacuna Coil category to other songs that I like far more than Cybersleep in a, this particular realm, it's, it's probably a 7 out of 10 for me. Okay. But it is a, but it is a great song. Yeah, it's no, not no, I, I think that you know the fact that you're struggling with the number, you're probably more honest with yourself than we are with ourselves because mm -hmm. it is not a lacuna coil song. We can say this how many times, and I 
hopefully we I hope I hope we don't convince our audience not to like this song I, <laughs> uh, apologies if you if you disagree with us now but it's the thing to respect this song yeah, the thing to respect and appreciate about this song above anything even if it didn't work which it does is just the pure ambition of the song and you really have to take off your hat to Marco for writing it and for the band to have the balls to put it on the album. Yeah, mm. agreed. Absolutely agree. And again, it just feels so weird on the album. It really does feel weird. But, but again, so epic and delicious. And I could talk about this song all night and there's a real danger that I will if I don't shut the hell up sometime too. Because <laughs> even though we've got to the traditional end of our review, there's still more I want to say about this song. I still... I'm so excited and crazy. My arms are flying all over the place as I'm describing this, even as I'm talking now, because I love it so much. I want to say it's a 10 out of 10 Lacuna Corsa, but all I can do is it's a 10 out of 10, 10, out of 10 on the basis of what it is. It's a, a piece of music created by Lacuna Corsa with Christina singing some great lyrics about whatever it's about, about the online world, about your own personal identity. And the... The irony is, and now this is going to be my last words on this subject. So if you guys want to say anything afterwards, just say it because I'm going to move on from here. The irony is that it is a song about identity and it's struggling with its own identity. That to me is cyber sleep in a nutshell. Silence. So there you go. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our review this week. I hope I haven't completely screwed people's minds with my words on that song. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the deathmatch. Two really great songs in the virtual sparring ring. Thanks to Mike for choosing those two. You did neither of us a service there, mate. Really made us think hard on that. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the, the podcast. We do apologise for being away for a couple of weeks, but... You know what they say, absence makes a heart grow fonder, so you never know. Um, if you haven't had a chance to look back over the, the last 105 episodes of the Antispire podcast, do so. They're available on iTunes, on the Stitcher Radio Network, and, of course, directly at the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. You can go to the podcast section. You can download them all. You can stream them all. Put them on your mobile devices or on your computer and listen to them in whatever order you want to. Again, if you're relatively new to the podcast, you might not necessarily know that we've had interviews from all members of the of the band, of Lacuna Call, um, past and present. So you'll find some very interesting interviews on there. Uh, there's also interviews with fans that we've had on here over the years, uh, with other bands that, um, that various members of Lacuna Call are collaborated with. You know, there's lots and lots of crazy stuff on there. And we were talking to you before we started recording this evening that maybe I ought to go back and kind of do an overview of what's on the podcast. Um, just so that you can sort of drop into straight onto the one you want to listen to. Anyway, well, I'll get around to doing that at some stage in the near future. Of course, if you want to connect with us, you can, of course, do so 
through the Empty Spiral website, whether in the forums or put a comment on the front page or send us an email, whatever you want. The links are all on the site. There's also our social networks. We're on Facebook, of course. Um, there's also Twitter. There's Tumblr. There's Google+. Plus. All the links are on the front page of Empty Spiral, so I'm not going to read them out to you now because, let's face it, who can actually be bothered to write it down when you hear someone talking that stuff? Go to the website, click on the links, you can go there. You can send us a message. You can pay something on our wall, whatever you want. We can't wait to hear from you. And if you do like what you're hearing, do head over to iTunes or Stitcher and give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Because, you know, this is a podcast by Lacuna Core fans for Lacuna Core fans. We're open to change. We want to hear from you. Please get in contact with us if you feel so inclined. But until next time, I want to say next week. But right now, I'm not confident enough to say that. <laughs> I really want to say next week. Until next episode of the Empty Spiral podcast, um, have fun, everybody. Take care with whatever you're doing. And don't forget to listen to more Lacuna Carl. Um, speak to you very, very soon. Cheers, everyone. Ciao.